Hey, what's up, everyone? It's another episode of Draw and Talk. It's your boy, Tyler. Uh, I've got an awesome guest today. Her name is, uh, it's the coolest name ever. It's Alethea Van Holland. Uh, how are you doing, Alethea? Good. How are you doing? I'm, do- I'm doing good. Um, real quick, everyone, if you're interested, hit the subscribe button. It's, it's uh, much appreciated. And if you don't want to hit the subscribe button, it's whatever. Um, so, sweet. Today, Alethea and I, we are going to be talking about the topic of print comics versus web comics. Which one should you do? Maybe which one you shouldn't? The pros and cons. Alethea is a freaking hard worker. Um, you said you're working on like seven comics, right? Right now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Do you want to do you want to do any plugs real quick before we dive in? <laughs> uh, okay. Well, let's see. Where do I get started? <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm the creator, writer, and illustrator to the series Moonlit Dawn, published by Insane Comics. I'm also the creator, illustrator, and writer to the web comic Between the Realms, and uh, I'm a co-creator and artist to a brand new web comic slash print series called Bad Luck, which is from In Beyond Studios. And I'm also a Colors to Fire Girl comics and a bunch of other fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many. <laughs> um, but no, that's awesome that you're working on um, all of these projects. So with um, when it comes to doing a, a print comic, typically, I, th- I mean, this is just my opinion. Let's just throw out our opinions. Um I feel like the way to do it, if is if if you're an indie, is you either have to find a smaller publisher like Insane Comics, um, who both uh, publish our comic books, or you have to self-publish them. Or there's the the digital route of the digital route of going into the web comics. Now, from your experience of doing both, which one do you, I guess, maybe currently prefer, and what are the pros and cons? Let's let, what are the pros and cons of doing a print comic? Let's talk about that first. Pros and cons. I would say the pros are um, you do get more exposure quicker uh, just because, uh, you, you know, you have that you have that publisher that's there out there promoting your stuff um, and getting it out there to the public as much as possible. But, you know, you, you still have to do your your end of the your end of the deal, you know, with your own promotion and everything mm-hmm. like that, but it makes it a little bit easier. And then also usually when you have like a published, published work under your belt, that usually gets more heads like turning your way. It gets a little bit more people to take you seriously because you actually have some like published credit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, because like anyone can really make a webcomic and like there's so many webcomics uh, fall into like indefinite hiatuses or people just discontinue them. So like web comics aren't completely reliable. Um, so like, that's why some people don't really consider it, uh, you know, actual like credits, like comic credits, like under your belt, but it really depends on how determined you are, you know, so web comics can, if you're really determined to make it into, you know, a big thing. (laughs) Yeah. Like with a print comic, you can, it's easy to talk with someone, meet or like go to a convention and meet someone. And they're like, Hey, can I see your comic? And you pull out that physical book. Whereas with a web comic, you're like, Hey, uh, you have to go on this site, start from page one, scroll down and just work your way to, uh, you have to play catch up basically. Whereas with that physical book, you're like, here, here you go. Here's the, here's the whole story. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, which, what platforms do you use for your web comics? I know there's like you can either start a site. There's Tapastic. There's Line Webtoon. There's like Duck 
com- web comics, I think. What are what platforms do you use? There's so many out there, but I personally use uh, Tapastic. Okay. Um, but I do plan on uh, going on to Line Webtoon mm-hmm. soon. Uh, I've heard of many others like uh, like B Comics, and I think there's Global Comics or something like that. Uh, oh, there's there's I'm a sure lot there's out so there. Many. <laughs> <laughs> what's your uh how do you how do you like to pass dick because i put up my series i i did a four issue graphic novel and i put the whole thing on to dick, like in chapters and yeah i don't think it got it was not well received how how is to going for you i i and that was like I, four I personally years ago enjoy it. oh uh <laughs> the the algorithm changes you know kind of like how Facebook changes their algorithm, mm-hmm. same thing with YouTube and all that. Um, so, like, it's just figuring out the algorithm and, and, like, when learning to update and how to update and how to promote it and everything. But, but I personally love Tapastic. I feel like the community is really warm and welcoming. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have, like, maybe one or two people that have been a little rude, but I've had, you know, way more people have been nicer, you know, is it and like, helpful. Pa- is it passionate rude? Like, how could you do that to the story or... It's like this sucks. Yeah, it's just it's just like the little this sucks. Like a oh, like a trolls. twelve year old troll wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like okay. <laughs> and when you do your your uh, your web comic, do you just put the page up? Just, yeah, I I, uh, I do it per episode, and that that usually gets it more hits. <laughs> okay, because I've been I've been I've been I'm on webtoons now, and I've done it for like three mm-hmm. weeks. And mm-hmm. webtoons is so different because some people can put a page just like show up like throw the page like in its entirety but i've noticed Mm -hmm. the successful ones like do it panel by panel scrolling down oh yeah yeah that's uh that's that's because uh i think it allows people to read it easier mobily yeah and so that was the hardest thing for me because i'm working on this book that is for print like i'm i'm i draw Mm -hmm. it and i write it for print but when I upload it on webtoons, I'm uploading it like panel by panel, sometimes putting speech balloons in empty spaces to make things flow a little easier. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm kind of liking the web. Here's the thing with web comics, I think, and you can tell me what you think. I feel like it's it's definitely a long game. You have yeah. to b- build over time this audience by gaining their trust that you're going to k- keep updating it. I don't know. How do you feel about that? I totally agree. There are web comics out there that have been running for like 14 or more years, you know, and, mm-hmm. and they have these huge fan bases just because they've just been going and going for so long. And yeah, it, it, it is a, it is a long-term thing and it is way harder than going with the prints option, you know, because you're, you're doing this yourself and you're you're in this ocean of other web comics, so you have to really make yourself stand out, and you really have to put yourself out there like as much as possible, and like you know really go on those forums and interact as much as possible, and you know post on like the the promotion threads and everything, and you know <laughs> it's just like it's like the it's it's like a whole other realm of like social media. It really is, and then like you also have to depending on like which creators you know through web comics you can do cross promotion mm-hmm. um and all that it's it's a it's a way different ball game when it comes to promoting and getting your works noticed by you know the vast audience of the internet <laughs> yeah have you found i know that tapastic some like in some form pays their creators 
pays the creators. Have you gone to that level yet where to pass to send you like a paycheck or anything? Um, I know you can get uh, revenue from ads. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a lot. It's like a penny or whatever. However uh-huh. many, <laughs> however many pound, like, amounts get clicked. Yeah. Um, I have heard people getting paid, uh, but that's I think if if they reach like popular level. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so they have like tons of like thousands of subscribers and. Yeah, you have to have like 10k subscribers or something like that, and uh, your your comic has to have like certain requirements. Like my comic, uh, it's a it's a girls' love comic, mm-hmm. so it's eventually gonna have some like not safe for work stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, they if you want to like get like the regular paychecks and and like be part of that, you can't really have that kind of stuff because is that what NSFW friendly. means? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I like learned that accurate. Like I saw that acronym yesterday for the first time yesterday. And I was like, NSFFW. I think it just means not appropriate. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's same thing. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So they have to be very, yeah. Webtoons. They, yeah, they have the same thing. I think you have to post around 25 panels every update mm-hmm. once, once a week. And I don't know how, how many panels a week. I don't know how many panels are on your comic per page but i typically do around four or five so i'm looking mm-hmm. at like five pages a week um for one comic have, if i wanted to do that have you thought about maybe posting like three pages or somewhere around there a week yeah, well right now i post around a page and a half or two mm-hmm. it just depends on like the f- and that's another thing is it just depends on the flow of the story with the panel breaking down the panels away from the page. Yeah. Because ideally, I I would just I'd rather just throw the page up. Mm-hmm. But um, the way that webtoons works, it just it doesn't flow with their interface. Yeah. Um. But I've I like know I've like listened to like you know podcasts of like people like webtoons will be like hey you have a good audience. I'll pay you a monthly check. And some people make their living off webtoons. Yeah, it'd be it'd be really cool like to to read that to reach that like echelon. That would that would be so <laughs> wouldn't that be so nice? <laughs> oh, in a perfect world. <laughs> yeah. So how with so you because I mean you work on so many you work on so many comic books, um, both on print um and digital, uh, through web comics. How hard is it do you find to grow your audience which one do you think is easiest to grow your audience on and which one is stronger which one do you think you could have a stronger base on print comics or web comics i i know this might be completely different for someone else uh but personally for me i feel like my web comic audience is stronger than my print audience just because like with print audience like like uh the only time i really get to see and interact with them is like at conventions mm-hmm. um and uh it's it, it's at conventions so like i don't really get to hear too much feedback or anything like that um whereas with book comics you know i post up a page once a week and there's people commenting and they're interacting with me and we're all making jokes and everything and mm-hmm. some of them i have some of them i have friended on facebook some of them follow me on instagram and we talk on there uh i have a patreon for like my webcomic and a couple of them support me on there like they seem way more dedicated <laughs> <laughs> than your friend <laughs> and I- I, I'm, I, I'm i'm sure i'm sure i'm like I'm sorry if it comes across like rude, like like that kind of outlook. I'm sure my print audience is just as dedicated. They're just way more quiet. Yeah, <laughs> which is fine. 
and I, I, I've, I have the same feeling. Like I've, I've only maybe like with demons through insane. I've maybe gone like one email from someone saying, "Hey, I really liked it," but the rest is you know James just sends us the sales report, and yeah. I'm like, "Oh, well, I'm glad, I'm glad these people bought it." Um, whereas, I mean, I've only thrown up three updates on this webcomic that I'm doing, and I already have like like someone like commenting every page like oh my gosh and it's so fun to interact with you know these people totally and you don't get that with print comics at all yeah it's really sad that like they're like with prints audiences they're usually so shy and it's like don't be shy i won't bike let's talk let's make jokes let's make fun of this comic yeah. i write it's totally fine <laughs> like <laughs> and i yeah and i wish that they would i wish they would interact um i always put my social media and email at the end of comics and the print ones at least and I, I never get anything but the digital ones the the people are, are a lot more um receptive and they want to comment it's it's almost like they yeah it's like it's like a whole other social media they want to be part of this with the they want to be part of the story with the creator and by you talking with them and them commenting it gives them a sense of like hey like this person actually cares mm-hmm. um so how did you so you had when you had Moonlit Dawn as a webcomic, what made you then decide you wanted to tr- make it into a print comic? Well, Moonlit Dawn was it, it was always my goal to get it published just because I had never really seen at the time. I had mm-hmm. never really seen too many animal comics that were published or anything like that. And I wanted and I wanted to see more of that. And I was like, well, if I get mine out there then maybe You'll be it'll f- inspire other people yeah. to get out there. Like, <laughs> so, so, uh, especially dark animal fantasy, like comics, you don't really get to see a whole lot of, uh, mm-hmm. it, usually when it's out there, it's usually kid friendly, which is fine, you know, but yeah, I, but let's, let's have some dark fantasy stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so like with that, I just wanted it to be published, but I started out as a comic just because I wanted, I wanted to, build the audience at the time and I wanted to get it out there just so people can enjoy it and read it, yeah. you know? Um, but with my webcomic currently between the realms, uh, the, I didn't really have any plans on publishing it. I just wanted it to be a webcomic. Um, I do plan on making print copies someday. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Thanks to my lovely patrons on Patreon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, but like getting it, getting that into like a publishing house, I'm not really interested. I just want it to keep it as a webcomic. <laughs> uh, and that's the nice, that's the nice thing I think is that you can, especially like in the indie world, you can do both. I mean, I'm hoping that I can, I'm hoping with webcomics and I've seen it with a lot of webcomics that you, that those with a big enough support, if the uh, big enough audience that then when they say, Hey, jump on Kickstarter and purchase this book, mm-hmm. then their whole audience then goes to Kickstarter and like immediately funds it because they yeah. want it. They want it like physically in their hand. Um, do you have any regrets of, you know, putting Moonlit Dawn as a print? I know that it was like always your original intent, but do you ever like wish, Oh, maybe I sh- do. I- maybe I should have kept it as a web comic or do you, do you feel like, no, this was the best, this was the best thing to do for that, that particular series. I I wish I was smarter about the story back then, because mm. Moonlit Dawn, I mean, it was my very first comic, 
um, that I did totally by myself. I mean, I did like a few like web comics way back in middle school, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. those don't really count because yeah. that's way back in middle school. But uh, so like Moon the Dawn, uh, I felt like I learned a lot and grew a lot from it. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I wish was that I wish I had waited on getting it published at, just to kind of rewrite the series a little bit just because I can see the flaws in the beginning. Yeah, and, <laughs> and they bug you. <laughs> they bug me, but there's nothing I can do about it. And I'm like, well, I will embrace these flaws. And some people like it. Some people have told me that they enjoyed the story despite you know how it starts out and everything. And so I'm like, well, if they enjoy it, then that's good enough for me. <laughs> And you were you were like one of the first books, like either the first phase or second phase that Insane Comics picked up, right? <laughs> I think I was like in like the first 10. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. That's a good uh, when Insane Comics when they when they like started, I sent like James an email, like a pitch package for like a little comic I I, I did and. He was like nice enough to say this, like we're not interested. But like I looked back on it, like I did it four years ago, and it was so awful. <laughs> it was so awful. But that's awesome that you were the top ten insane. And insane comics is growing. It's it totally is. It's crazy how much it's grown in just a few years. <laughs> yeah. But it's also really exciting because like we're watching it grow and yeah, we're watching it see you know take off like where where it deserves like you know james is always out there working hard for everyone so he totally deserves it and that's definitely uh that's definitely a bonus of doing having a a a publisher behind you whereas you know with these digital comics and web comics it's all promote it's all self you're doing all the work yes and it can get it can get so tiring i don't know how you i don't know how so when you since you're doing all since you're working on like around like seven projects like, is your role strictly just artist or do you have like anything where they're like, hey, can you like please promote this um, super hard? How do you balance, I know, I guess, promoting all those individual works? Or do some you I, just are like, that's not my problem? Um, I, so, so whenever I'm on a project, I, I only take projects I believe in and that, uh, that I totally, you know, see see like the the creator's passion for um and then and then because i'm on this project i'm a team member Mm -hmm. so i'm not i'm not just someone that's just you know getting the paycheck i'm i'm part of the team so i'm going to try and promote it as much as i can without being annoying i guess to Uh (laughs) to like my followers on like facebook and instagram and all that so I, i i try to be tactful about it and i try to do it sparingly just so i'm not annoying my my uh my followers or anything you know (laughs) yeah so how okay so do you work on one book a day or like what's your because i know you do this full time like how many like pages can you do a day or how many series like i'm i'm so interested um it really depends on the project uh Sometimes I can work on two to three projects, two to three different comic books in one day, and I do like one page of each per day. Okay. And that's just the sketching phase. When it comes to like the inking and the coloring phase, then I usually change around my schedule a little bit. Like I'll do one page, like uh, let's just say the inking on this one is really, really tough, but the inking on these next two pages are going to be kind of easy. Then I'll spend like one day doing inking on just this one page for this one project then i'll do the inking on the next two pages for a different project on another day because they're easier you know gotcha see okay so you break up you know what what what's gonna take me more time and what's not and yeah do you do work traditionally or digitally 
a little bit of both. Um, uh, so for like my my webcomic between the realms, I strictly work digitally. Okay. Um, but like for Moonlit Dawn, um, uh, Bad Luck, and uh, a few other comics I'm sketching and working on. Uh, I can't really say their titles yet. No, you <laughs> um, yeah, you're good. Um, I I sketch those traditionally on deleter manga paper, okay. and then. And then I work digitally for the rest of everything else on it. Okay, so you get like the rough thumbnails in, and then you, or mm-hmm. even just like the penciling stage, and then you digitally. And what do you what do you use? Uh, what's your workstation? Like um, I, or? um, so for my art programs, I alternate between Photoshop CS5 and Clip Studio Paint. Okay. Um, and uh, I. And for my digital utensils, um, I alternate between the Wacom Intuos and the Cintiq Companion 2. I mainly work on the Cintiq Companion 2 just because, like, it's it's wireless and has Wi-Fi, uh-huh. so like I can, so I can like, just walk around the house or go like to a park and just draw on it, and mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> well, um, this is just a this is just a personal question. So, um, you have so you have a Cintiq, and then you also have an Intuos. Why do you um why do you use both? Why wouldn't you just why do you not like just stick with the Cintiq? Sometimes I get tired of it, and sometimes I I miss just working at the desktop. As weird as it sounds. <laughs> wow, wow, that's crazy. I because I had an I had an Intuos for like a year, and I was like, I hate this thing. I cannot, <laughs> I, I cannot do this. So, um, I bought myself a, a a digital workstation that I could draw on the screen, and it's just. I don't think I could. I don't think I could ever go back to an Intuos. My, I, I, you know, I mean, clearly your brain power is the capacity is a lot stronger because I was not able to <laughs> hand to f- table to screen. It was it was not re- it was not registering at all. It was so it, bad. You know, it's it's all preferences. Uh, you know, I I can definitely I, I can definitely agree that like the Intuos just because it's it's on. It's on like your desk, and you have to look at the screen like at a different angle. Like it mm-hmm. is a pain sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes it doesn't. The tablet doesn't want to work, so you have to like you have to really like see what's going on with it, yeah. <laughs> what problem it is. <laughs> but that's awesome that you have that. The, the is it? The, it's the Cintiq Mobile workstation. Uh, this one is it's Cintiq Companion Two. Okay, so, that's awesome. So it has yeah, it has Wi-Fi and and like you can you can take it anywhere, and if you want, you can hook it up to your desktop. Mm-hmm. No, that's so. cool. Um, well, I guess uh, final uh, final question. Um, well, final questions. <laughs> um, for someone who is new and is thinking of making a comic book, which one would you say they should shoot for first? Should they try to make a print comic, print comic book, or should they maybe do a web comic and do like a page a week? Um, what do you think? for a new for someone who's just getting into this so personally i feel like every every step is different for everyone so so i think if if you feel comfortable enough to do a to do a print comic then then by all means go out there and and make your print comic and push it to publishers as much as possible you know you know stand your ground and make them know that that you're there and you're gonna you're not gonna stop until someone picks it up uh but i would recommend maybe making a one shot <laughs> yes oh yes please make a, make a one shot <laughs> just because especially in the publishing world like that's just a little bit easier and or or uh getting in on some anthologies just because that'll that'll definitely help you 
understand more of the printing and publishing process. Um, but like, you know, if, if you feel more comfortable doing web comics and learning how comics work in general, and you want to start out with web comics kind of like as a learning stepping stone, like, like how to panel, how to do, do all these poses, the, the right angles in the, in the panels and everything and lettering and all this other fun stuff that goes with it. Um, then, then definitely go with web comics. Cause like, you know, you, you kind of get like quicker feedback of like, of like people willing to give like critiques and everything. So, you know, it's really all what you're comfortable with. <laughs> yeah. And especially, and with your workload, I mean, if you, I think also a, a problem that I see like in the indie scene is that, um, a lot of, I mean, obviously when you make a work of art, you want to showcase it. And the thing with comic books is if you're doing a series and you push out the first, the first issue, um, and let's say people like it, um, they're then expecting for a second, a third and a fourth issue. And in the indie scene, you know, you might not get that out for like another six months, the second issue, which can be really frustrating for viewers and yourself as a creator. And so maybe web comic where you're just updating it once a week, but you're still getting that feedback that you need to drive you. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's another really good thing to, to point out. <laughs> yeah. Cause man, I don't, I don't know why, but there's so many indie creators where I've gone their first book and I'm still waiting for the second book like a year or two later <laughs> and it saddens me. Yeah, it, it is sad. That's, that's why what I've heard, why a lot of like, why a lot of comic book stores are very hesitant about taking like indie comics just cause the upload schedule and is very like fragmented. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how, I guess, and one last question, this is just cause I want to know how much longer do you think you're going to do Moonlit Dawn? You're like on issue eight, seven or eight. Uh, I'm on chapter six, which is the seventh book. <laughs> yeah. Cause I know you had a, like a, like a prequel kind of, was it a prequel? Yeah. The, the prologue is like an yeah. unofficial, like first some people count it as the first book. Some people don't. So I'm uh -huh. like, I think it's around seven books, seven or yeah. six, if you count the prologue. <laughs> and and that's really good for an indie book. <laughs> yeah. To have that many issues. How, how much longer are you, how much longer do you have the story planned? Well, it's going to go up to eight chapters. So I just have seven, eight to go, um, which could end sometime next year. Hopefully mm. if, if the stars align. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I also, I, I also do want to take like a little break from the dawn after I'm done with it and then revisit it again, hopefully yeah. someday for like a, a little, like a middle mini series sequel, which is going to be a little bit of a different story, but it's going to have elements from this original story too. So that, so that like, you don't have to read this original story to read the sequel. You can just enjoy the sequel. <laughs> yeah. But all, if you're, but if, if people like it, there's, they can go back to the original series. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's awesome. So, so well, I mean, you know. <laughs> well, thanks, Alethea, for being on the show. Um, yes. Do, do you have thanks. any final plugs that you want to want <laughs> the people to go to? Go check out her stuff. Um, you have so many comics. <laughs> um, <ow. laughs> um, uh, first, thank you so much for having me on here. <laughs> oh, you're I had a lot of fun. Um, if people want to uh, follow me on Facebook, they can. It's uh, www.facebook.com slash Wolven Sister. People can also follow me on Instagram at Wolven Sister. 
Um, you can also visit my website slash portfolio site, which has like all of my publications and all, you know, other fun stuff on there, <laughs> which is a www.wolvensister.weebly.com. Boom. <laughs> and I'll make sure that um, I'll make sure that your Instagram and Facebook handle are on this video that people are hopefully watching. If you're not watching, just look at the video right now. Thank you. No, no problem. Well, thanks so much, Alethea. And everyone, thanks for listening. This is another episode of Draw and Talk. Hit the subscribe button if you want some more. And if you don't, it's whatever. But we'd really appreciate it if you hit the subscribe button. So you guys have a great day. <laughs>